What's up, friends? I hope everybody is having an awesome Tuesday. Welcome back. Welcome back. On this episode, <clears throat> I want to talk about a news. Uh, it's just a, a little news story here. I did not write the story, but I'm going to read it off to you guys. Uh, it just says the communist tactics to to force self-censorship uh, sweeping the United States. Now, I have been one to constantly talk about being censored and that if the United States and the people in the United States don't do something, and for that fact, the matter all across the world don't do something, uh, the whole world is just going to be a communist world where you don't have freedoms. Um, you're just living under communist regimes. Uh, it says... While many Americans worry about ever-increasing censorship, those responsible for it have managed to amplify its effect by creating a climate of self-censorship, which is very true they have. Due to the psychological mechanisms of self-censorship, a single account blocked, a single video deleted, or a book banned can result in a broad chilling of speech. Important policy debates don't occur. News stories News story ideas aren't pitched to editors, and looks aren't accepted for publishing or written to begin with. And this is interesting because there's there's so much of that happening. There's so much of that, like videos being deleted and 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 books. Obviously, they just banned some Dr. Seuss books here in the United States, which is absolutely insane. I mean, it's freaking crazy, right? It's nuts. Uh, in some cases, it appears the censors employ the psychological tricks on purpose, achieving maximum suppression with minimal responsibility. These methods aren't new. In fact, they have long been employed by totalitarianism, okay, totalitarian regimes. I'm sorry, totalitarian regimes. The principle of self-censorship is that people just to be on the safe side refrain from saying even things that aren't outright banned by some applicable rules. An example is the effect of the Johnson Amendment, a law that prohibits tax-exempt nonprofits, including religious organizations, from endorsing or opposing political candidates, even though the law doesn't prohibit discussion of political topics and stand virtually unenforced. Opponents have long argued that pastors have avoided political topics in their sermons just to be sure they can't be accused of running a foul a foul of the law here are no, here are a number of methods used uh, to enhance self censorship this is uh vague rules the chinese communist party ccp uh, the world's most notorious censor of free speech has for decades used the method of making its policies intentionally vague during its past political campaigns for instance the central leadership would issue a decree that Right, right, rightists and uh, count, count, uh, counter revolutionaries were able to be punished. The next lower rung of the party officials wouldn't be told what exactly makes one a rightist, a rightist, I'm sorry, rightist, or a counter revolutionary, and perhaps not even what the punishment should be. No official, however, would want to be seen as too lenient that would carry the risk of being labeled oneself as such each successive level of bureaucracy would intensify its interpretations of the policy leading to ever more extreme results 
In some periods, the hysteria went far beyond self-censorship as even refraining from political speech wasn't enough. This is so interesting, guys, and I'm trying to read it the best that I can here, but this is so interesting because this is exactly what's happening in the United States. It's it's exactly what's happening. You know, if you go outside and you say, oh man, uh, I feel fat, or, you know, listen, I, even though I don't think you should, but even if you called somebody fat and then you get punished for it, bottom line is if somebody's overweight, if you're overweight, <clears throat> you're fat. Like that's what it is, right? You know, if you are, if you are, if you like the same sex, you're a homosexual, right? Excuse me. Or gay. You could use the word gay, even though gay doesn't mean that you like the same sex. It means happy, right? These are, these are words that, that are being censored, right? Books that are being censored. If you talk about the, 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 the Chinese Communist Party, if you talk about these things on, on, on Facebook and, and on Twitter and YouTube, you get banned, right? You, that video gets taken down. You can't talk about the coronavirus. You can't say certain things. And if you, if you sit on one political side rather than the other, you're a white supremacist. These are all things happening in the United States right now. And it's crazy because, <clears throat> because it, it shouldn't be that way, right? Here in the United States, we're supposed to be living in a free country, which we're not. We're not living in a free country at all. So let, let's, uh, let's, let's move on here. It says, Amazon recently updated its policies to ban books that contain hate speech without explaining what it considers as such. Since Amazon controls over 80% of the book retail market, publishers are left to guess whether a book may get the hate speech label and thus be much less profitable to publish. Okay, so this is that's another one, and this is exactly what I'm talking about. When you use such a vague term, right, you say, well, we're going to ban any books that have hate speech, but then you don't come out and, and explicitly say... This is what we consider hate speech. So no one actually knows. Everybody's sitting in limbo saying, oh my God, is my book going to get the kick because I talked about slavery back in the day and my book has the N-word in it? Is You know what I mean? And, and the thing is, is a book like that, it's not that that person is being racist. It's that they're, they're talking about history, right? We shouldn't be trying to rewrite history. We shouldn't be trying to uh, uh, expel history and erase history because we the, the the children that live in the United States and even around the world they need to know history right they need to know the history of the country in which they live and you know if the United States was built on slavery right then which I I do believe that the history in the U.S. is skewed and I think there's parts that are left out but you know the slavery in the U.S. it's like now we're now we're trying to just erase it as if it didn't exist. It existed, and these children need to know about it. The reason why is so that we don't rewrite history and do it again. It's so that we don't go through that period of time again, which right now in 2021, it feels like we're going through that time again, where we're trying, to, where, where it's like there's a segregation of white and black, and it's ridiculous. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants to be segregated. Everybody wants to be together and be able to do things together, okay? Roger Kimball, the publisher of Encounter Books and an Epic Times contributor, says he so far hasn't considered avoiding titles that may be targeted by Amazon, but he called it a very worrisome har- harbinger. harbinger. Uh, it is possible that other publishers will do that, he told the Epic Times in a phone call. Certainly, I think that the atmosphere for opinion is much narrower now than it was 
in the past. And this is exactly the point. Nobody has an opinion. Nobody has an opinion here. Uh, okay, nobody has an opinion in the United States anymore. You know, you can't have an opinion, right? If you don't like homosexuals, you can't say, I don't like homosexuals. You, you're, you're, you automatically get labeled, you know, but it's your opinion. If you don't like uh, homosexuals or if you don't like transgenders or if you don't like women or if you don't like men, you should be able to say these things. You should have, you shouldn't have to hold back, Okay. Um, he gave an example of Simon & Schuster, a publishing powerhouse that recently canceled its publishing of the book of Senator Josh Howley, uh, Republican of Missouri, uh, due to Howley's questioning the integrity of the 2020 presidential election. This was such a huge thing, and I talked about it. Um, it's crazy how when we talk about the integrity of the election during the 2020, which um, I still believe there was fraud that was committed, and whether or not uh, the fraud came to light that 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 D Donald Trump would have won, I don't know. Uh, Joe Biden may still have beat him. I don't know. But the thing is, is the fact that we even raised the question, and then now it's like, well, we raised the question, but you get you get canceled. Because you raised the question, and that's ridiculous. You shouldn't get canceled or kicked off of a platform, or your video shouldn't get taken down if you want to question something. You know, when did questioning become such? When did questioning become against the law? When did questioning anything, whether I question if somebody's a woman or a man, whether I question the 2020 presidential election, whether I question Joe Biden or Kamala Harris, whether I question the, the CEO of running a company, you know what I mean? Whether I question the meat that I put in my freezer two years ago is still good. Why is anything, if we question it, why is it somehow against the law? It's 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 really ridiculous that when you talk about certain things and then it becomes this thing where it's like, oh, my God, don't say that because you're questioning it and you can't question stuff like that. You know, we should be able to question these things without questioning people. There's there's no um, uh, there's no accountability. Right. If we don't question somebody. Right. If somebody said they murdered somebody, but we just didn't question them. There's no accountability. You have to be able to question things. You absolutely have to be able to question things. But 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 I digress. Let's keep moving on here. Uh, if publishers bow to Amazon, authors may go even further altogether, avoiding topics that may spook the publishers. Other tech platforms like Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter usually provide some definition of hate speech and other content rules, but have acknowledged that they intentionally keep at least part of their policy secret to prevent people from uh, circumventing them. Okay. Uh, the effect is that users try to guess the boundaries of the censorship themselves. Those who invested great efforts to build their online followings are likely to adopt especially stringent self-censorship as they have the most to lose. YouTube, for example, bans any content that says the 2020 election result was affected by fraud. The policy seems relatively clear, yet it appears to have nudged YouTube personalities to avoid the topic of election integrity altogether, just to be on the same safe side. This is exactly what I just said a few, uh, just a, a minute ago, was that if you talk about the 2020 election in any way on YouTube, you your video gets taken down. And it's like, that's crazy. We're just questioning, right? We want answers. We questioned the, the 2020 election and we just want answers, right? Because it seemed as if there was fraud, right? We went to bed that night, Donald Trump was winning in all of the key states, okay? And then we woke up and at somehow at five in the morning, Joe Biden just spiked, I mean, straight up in the air. And it's just unheard of. And it seemed very unrealistic. Now, we they tried to go through and they did all these recounts. 
And the Democrats fought all the recounts, which was crazy because if you didn't do anything wrong, who cares? Let them recount it, right? If I'm a Republican and they're trying to come after me and say, oh, well, you know, you cheated, I'll say, okay, fine. You know, and they said, we want recounts, we want this. Okay, that's fine. I don't care. If you know that it's legit, who cares, right? And that was another thing, right? So so you you say it was legit, but then you're fighting against having the recounts. You're fighting against all of this because that just sets a bad precedent for, for the election. Well, what you're doing sets a bad precedence, okay? It absolutely does. And it's and it's crazy that in this day and age, we are we're 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 living in this country where I'm on Facebook, and Facebook to me personally, which I don't even have a big following, just my personal Facebook, uh, they keep on going back. They keep on going back to 2016. They go back to 2015, and they're finding posts, and they're they're banning me for 24 hours, or they're banning me for seven days, or they're banning me for 30 days, right? And this is what you this is what Facebook is doing. So Facebook now is going to people who are conservative, and they're going back on these posts. They're going all the way back, you know, 2015, 2016, 2017, and they're finding posts that they can that they can enforce these rules on. And and it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And it's because of all of these super left-wing progressive individuals who are offended by every single thing in this world. They're just offended. They're offended by the lime LaCroix, the color green they're offended by paper being white right why is paper white that's racist jesus paper shouldn't be right white that's just racist Uh, i mean oh god there's a dark stain you have stains that you stain wood with that are that you can have black stain that's racist it's absolutely crazy right it's it's crazy that we live in this time where everything just has to be canceled where everything has to be censored i mean it's like it's like everybody has become so sensitive it's ridiculous Everybody has to learn. Listen, I'm only 31, but when I was a teenager, you just said it. And, I, and I'll be honest with you. I know some of the some sometimes you heard things that you were like, man, that's pretty crazy. I can't believe someone would say that. But it was what it was. Right. People had thick skin. People had thick skin when I was uh, when I was younger, when I was younger, thick skin uh, was definitely um, a big thing. Uh, so when Amazon recently banned a book that criticizes transgender ideology published by Encounter Books in 2018, it didn't explain why. Instead, Amazon quietly updated its book policies on hate speech. It then left it to the public to connect the dots and label the book as hate speech themselves. Okay. Similarly, similarly, uh, other tech platforms commonly refuse to comment on specific case cases of censorship or even tell the accused what exactly they did wrong. And this is what happened to me on Facebook. I had a picture of it showed a Nazi and then it showed Mark Zuckerberg and it said uh, the Nazis called it something about information, you know, trying to keep bad information, you know, from you and um the Facebook calls it fact checking. So they banned me for 24 hours for that. And I appealed it and wrote back and I said, explain to me what is so I hate speech about this because it is the same thing. See, Facebook is censoring things so you don't see it. Well, you're in turn, you're not allowing the public to actually see these things. That's exactly what Nazis did. Okay. That's exactly what the Nazis did in Nazi Germany. It's exactly what Hitler did. Okay, so I said, explain it. And it's just an automated message that gets kicked back to you that just says, oh, this is, you know, this is it's hate speech and you can't put that up there. And um, they hit me for that 
three days in a row, they hit me for the same post. So it was really interesting how the post was deleted and gone. I didn't delete it. They did. But then they just kept on hitting me for it three or four days in a row. Uh, so I had about a week where I just wasn't able to post on Facebook, which is fine. I don't really care. But it's this idea of censorship and the idea of somehow, you know, you, you say something and it becomes this uh, this 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 crazy thing where they got to censor it. And that's what's happening. Now it's like we're self-censoring. So now we don't get on Facebook and we don't say, oh, the word gay. And we don't say, you know, male or female. And we don't say mother or father and child. You know, we don't say these because we don't want to offend anybody. I mean, I don't care. I'm going to say what I believe uh, because that's who I am. But that's what's happening now. When you get on Facebook and you see these people and you see these things and you see people and the way they're talking and you're like, what is going on here? Just say gay right? Just say homosexual. That's fine. Just, you know, like uh, recently on my uh, Facebook, there was somebody who had a child and, and they, they didn't, they, they said, they said, oh, we had this, they didn't say him, her, nothing. And I just thought, this is crazy. This is crazy. You know? So I had to go in and say, delete, right? I'd get rid of that person because I don't believe in that, right? If I have a boy, it's a boy. If I have a girl, it's a girl. That's just the way it is. I'm not going to sit back and say, well, I'm not going to say whether it's a boy or a girl because it, it can make that decision. No, it can't make that decision. If it has a penis, it's a boy. If it has a vagina, it's a woman. That's the way it works. Biology, right? Women can have babies. Males cannot, right? Males produce sperm, which and then you know, uh, makes the baby in the woman, the baby grows, so on and so forth. I mean, come on, it's a whole process, right? It's just crazy that we live in a time and we live in a world where censorship is such a thing. You know, it's just, I don't know, when I just think back, I just think back to when I was a kid, I always want to go back to when I was a kid because we just didn't have all the censorship, you know? And to be honest with you, to, to, to be completely blunt, we didn't live in a world full of pussies. We didn't live in a world full of crybabies, full of full of sensitive individuals, right? And we didn't live in a world where somehow a male wearing steel-toed boots, blue jean pants, and and a, and a rugged shirt is is um is labeled somehow offensive, right? But a male wearing a dress with high heels is not offensive, right? Could because the masculinity you should be able to wear a dress and still be masculine. And I'll be, I'm sorry, but if you wear a dress, you're not masculine. It doesn't make you look masculine. And I just, you know what? You're just not masculine, period, bottom line, right? When I think of a masculine man, I think of a man who's wearing steel-toed boots and blue jean pants and he's dirty, he's gotten rugged, he's, he's out there doing work, okay? He's out there doing work, right? And when I think of a woman, listen, I do, I think of, a, not, not that I'm against women going out and working, but you know, I think of a woman, you know, taking care of kids, taking care of the kids and, and, and along with obviously the, the father. But it's just crazy how somehow this 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 country in this world has just completely shifted. Um, and, and to be honest, it comes from the mainstream media and it comes from these these um, platforms like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and YouTube because it gives people a voice, which is great. I believe in free speech, but to give someone a voice who's offended by everything. That person is offended by absolutely everything in the world. They're offended that the grass is green. They're offended that the sky is blue. They're offended that the sun is shining. They're offended that the vacuum cleaner is turning on. I mean, it's just, I, I don't know how that person lives, right? I don't know how that person can live in a world. Uh, I don't know how they can just, I don't know how they stay alive. Just by, literally, they walk into a store and they're just offended by absolutely everything. We have to stop being so offended, people, right? We have to learn to grow up. Stop being so sensitive. We live in a world, right? Crap happens. Things happen, 
right? We shouldn't be rewriting history with segregation, right? We shouldn't be rewriting history to try to start a civil war between two races, right? We shouldn't be doing that. We should all be living in harmony and being happy, right? That's what we should be doing in this country and all around the world for that fact of the matter, okay? But we we have to stop being so offended and so sensitive about things, okay? You know, if somebody says gay, don't be offended because gay actually means happy, right? If somebody says faggot, well, don't be so offended because faggot is a pile of sticks, right? That's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it that's what the meaning is behind it. When someone says homosexual, well, if you're homosexual, you're homosexual. Who gives a crap? People are just too much in their feelings. And I think what happens is I think there's more people that are not sensitive than there is that are sensitive, but the media and the news and all of these social media outlets only show the people that are really offended so it makes you feel like you're the lesser of the two. And I think it it's the same when it comes to people who 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 voted for Joe Biden or voted for Donald Trump or or are right or left or or black or white. I think that the social media makes it out that black people are so mad at white people, but in reality that's just not the way it is. Um, in reality, they're just living their life just like the white person is living their life. Everybody's just going to work. Everybody's coming home, having dinner with their kids, getting up the next day and going to work. So I just think it's crazy. And I thought, you know what? I'll read a small I'll read a small little article, summarize it, and, um, and then we can kind of have a chit-chat about it. And I can give my opinion. And uh, yeah, that's what I got for you folks. That's what I got. I thought I'd get on and just talk about the, the the censorship because it just continues to happen. It just continues to be crazy, um, and it just keeps on happening. Just keeps on happening. On a side note, uh, here in the United States, in Wisconsin, where I live, it is sunny. Uh, I think today's going to be like 55 or 60 degrees, which is, oh, fantastic. That's t-shirt and shorts weather here in Wisconsin uh, after a cold, hard winter. So we're going to be getting outside, soaking in some of that vitamin D from the sun, and we're just going to have an awesome day. And I hope that all of you around the world have an awesome day or night, whatever time it is, uh, wherever you're from. I appreciate you all so much for listening. I appreciate you all who do listen all the way to the end of my shows. Um, it is really, really much appreciated. Thank you guys so much. And share with your friends and your family. Um, maybe somebody gets uh, takes something away from this. So I appreciate you all so much. Thank you guys for listening. And I will catch you guys on the next episode of Nate and Friends. Bye.